Good afternoon, music fans, and welcome back to the second episode of the How Does It Rate podcast. I am your host, Adam Koplick. Last episode, we covered the R&B hit to Awaken My Love from 2016 by Childish Gambino. If you have not heard that, make sure you go back and listen. Or, if you haven't heard it because you're just not a fan of R&B or Childish Gambino, that's okay. I would recommend you go listen to it, but you don't have to because today we are switching up genres. Before I get in to the album that we will be covering today, I just want to give a recap of what the podcast is. Um, if you guys remember, I, I don't want to say I set a goal for myself since this is a pretty weird goal. But I decided I want to expand my music tastes. And that means listening to albums through and through from all sorts of artists. Now, it's hip-hop artists like Kanye West, Jay-Z, and even newer guys who I may not have been as fond of before who I want to try to get into. And it's also rock rock artists, uh, Zeppelin, to... Pop rock like Imagine Dragons, Ben Blake 182, punk rock. It's all sorts of genres, country, R&B. I'm really just trying to, just really, I want to listen to as many albums as possible over the summer. And maybe beyond. But, I, and I started doing it, and I didn't really have, I felt like it was something I should put somewhere. I felt like. It was something that people would enjoy hearing about, or at least I would enjoy talking about. I don't really, you, you don't have to enjoy hearing about it. I'm still going to talk about it. So, um, yeah, so we, what I did was I made a list of over 450 albums, and I'm continually adding to the list, so make sure you give me any suggestions that you have for another album I should listen to. And I'm randomly generating a number between one and how many albums I have. And it's all in a Google Sheet, and whatever row comes out is the one I listen to. Today, the row that came out was the grunge hit from 1991, Nevermind. Um, I have listened to multiple songs in this album before, but again, I've never listened to Nevermind all the way through. And I can say I'm very disappointed it took me this long to listen to Nevermind through and through. Um, now, when you look at grunge, the, obviously it started in Seattle and Nirvana is probably the most famous grunge band. Um, they only ended up releasing three, hour, three albums because of the tragic suicide of Kurt Cobain. And that is probably a reason that they are considered to be the best grunge band. Um, I, I still love them. This is not hating on Nirvana. But I would still say Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, Alice in Chains are all at, at the very least on their level. But because of Cobain's suicide and because they only made three albums together, it has a little bit of the feel of what if, like, you know, what if he never died? What if they continued making albums through the late 90s? 
would grunge still be alive today? Um, so it's, and Foo Fighters obviously, a great grunge band that it is going on today. They've kind of gone a little more into rock. But, so it's kind of a thing like with Biggie Smalls and Tupac, where obviously great talents who died before you really saw what their career would be. So it, it, that begs the question, what, where would they have gone? So would they have continued the dominance of their first couple albums and continued that for 20 plus years? Maybe, but they also could have flopped. A lot of albums have a couple great albums that flop, but I mean, a lot of artists. But I will say, I would have been very shocked that if, Nirvana, if Kurt Cobain never died, if Nirvana ever would have flopped, because they are an unbelievably talented band. And I'm just gonna get into the album itself. Um, the main thing with Nirvana is they kind of beg you to turn off their music and look away. You know, Kurt Cobain, and a lot of people you see this as a reason that he took his own life, he never wanted the fame. He just wanted to make good music. So it's almost like he's begging you not to listen. And only the true fans will understand what he want, what he's saying. And only people understand his music. So, and something that begs you to look away is just the album cover. It's a nude baby swimming. You, it's such a weird and uncomfortable album cover. Like no one wants to look at that. And Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain pretty much says like, if you want to buy my record or buy my CD, you're gonna have to look at this. And it's such an odd, odd idea. I would prefer if it was, there was a different album cover, literally anything else, but there isn't. And if you did just grab the album and listen to it because it's Nirvana, you ended up very, very, very happy. Um, they start this album about as good as you could possibly start an album. Smells Like Teen Spirit, which is probably the most famous grunge song of all time, is just an introduction to the heavy metal side of Nirvana, where they, you know, Kurt Cobain shows how good his voice is, and it's not just in a grunge setting, but it still is, a, it has that grunge Nirvana sound. They follow up Smells Like Teen Spirit with In Bloom, Come As You Are, Breed, and Lithium. Now, three of those four songs that I just named are some of the best grunge songs of all time. In my opinion, Come As You Are is the best grunge song of all time. And it's just so interesting how they move through hard rock to soft. And, you know, In Bloom and Smells Like Teen Spirit are just, you know, rock your head to it music. And come as you are, and a 
good amount of lithium are listen to the words, listen to Kurt Cobain's awesome grunge voice. You know, Kurt Cobain, he didn't have the voice of Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell had a voice that no matter where you put him, he would have been an amazing singer, no matter the genre. But Kurt Cobain had a voice made for grunge, deep, raspy, and he he fits so well as a grunge singer. He he was a genius. Um, so these for these first five albums and for these first five songs are amazing. And they instantly hook you into the album. And the only problem with that is it's a very top-heavy album. And that's not to say that the second half isn't good. The second half is very good. Polly, Drain You, Lounge Act, Stay Away, On a Plane, and Something in the Way are all very good, if not great, songs. But when you... But... They didn't do enough for this to be considered, in my opinion, a classic. A classic has to be top to bottom, no skips. And the two songs that take this song, this album away from being a classic, and it's only 13 songs, so you have so that's 15% of the album. That's not a huge amount. That's still 15%. But territorial pissings and endless nameless are not good songs in my opinion and but i just want to say this before this is pretty much the motto of my podcast is you is music is subjective so your opinion may be different than mine maybe you hate this album but love those two songs i don't know but this is my opinion you may not agree with it but you should but you should still give it a listen now, this album, as I said, it starts amazing, and then it doesn't really drop off. So it, while it is top heavy, it's kind of like if you look at the a draft. This is like four of the first five picks turned out to be superstars, and then the net out of the next. 6 to 13 all but two of them turn out to be pretty good players not great but still pretty good players and then two of them were n- never even got a uh, a minute in the NBA there was well, one of them may have you know endless nameless they may have seen the court in a blowout or something but territory presents did not now when you but what Nirvana does so well, and I had mentioned it earlier, is you hear one song, and it's just hard, near metal almost, rock, you just rock your head to it, and if you had just heard one Nirvana song, and that's not your jam, you may not like them. But then if someone else just hears one Nirvana song, and they're into that hard rock, but they hear Come As You Are, which does have its own hard rock uh, part they may not like think it's too soft so Nirvana did went completely on the entire spectrum that was 
rock and it created their own noise and that is why nirvana is probably is one of if not the most recognizable bands ever you put on a song and you know it's nirvana you know a lot of grunge sounds the same a lot of pearl jam songs sound the same but that's not the f that's not nirvana every single song has its own sound it has you know, smells like teen spirit just has that awesome riff songs like lithium and come as you are that just suck you into it the moment that they start with not not instrumentally but you just hear kurt cobain's voice and i'm so happy and it's just so it's it's not even electric i don't know how to describe how good nirvana is there's not a real word they were just such an incredible band and this album is a great telling of that but in order for me to call an album a classic it has to have top to bottom no skips except for skits because while skits do make an album and there are some great skits on they're usually in rap albums you i'm not i, I don't save those you know i i can skip the skits i don't really care about those but this album because of the two songs i mentioned earlier is not to me a classic and now you're probably throwing your phone and saying this guy's an idiot he doesn't know what he's talking about just stay with me for a second it's not a classic but i gave it drum roll please a 9.5 which is on my scale amazing it's an amazing album it's as near to a classic as you can possibly be but it's just not there because of a couple of songs and despite be and you know for a great album if they had just had smells like teen spirit in bloom come as you are lithium and then the next i think there are i'm counting i'm like the next nine or nine songs were bad it would probably considered be considered a very good to a great album because a great album has like four or five great songs on it the rest of it doesn't really matter it can still be considered a great album with a couple great songs but this album was from top to bottom except for a couple of songs very good or great or for those four songs perfect those four songs are amazing you know i can listen to every single one of those songs at any time it's even like Smells Like Teen Spirit, which seems like a song you wouldn't want to chill to. You can still kind of chill to it. You know, I mean, you're not going to do it in a library, but it's still a song that you can just rock your head to. And so because of that, this album is just about as close to a perfect album as you get but I gave it a 9.5 because it is just not a classic. Just remember that when I say it's not classic, 
I'm not talking about its influence. I'm talking about purely quality. Because this is one of the most influential albums ever. But I may not call every Beatles album a classic. They're, they're probably the most influential band ever. They changed everything. A classic... It is not. And... It is one of the best... But I think... I'm not going to wait too much about this. Because I, I put it a half a notch below a classic. But if you called it a classic, I wouldn't be mad at you. But in my opinion, a classic has to be no skips. So a 9.5 is what I will give Nevermind by Nirvana. Again, to recap, amazing instrumental, amazing voice, all from Kurt Cobain, who is one of the best singers of all time. But a couple of songs, give it a 9.5 for me. Don't yell at me. You may think I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't really care because I'm doing a podcast and that's what I'm doing. I'm having fun doing it. So I thank you guys once again for listening. Remember, you may not agree with me, but you should still listen to my opinion. Because music is subjective, and I like talking. Thank you guys once again for listening. Make sure you tune in to the next episode. And if you have not, go listen to the Analysis of Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. Thank you guys once again, and I hope all of you, even the ones who hate my opinion, have a great day.